When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. Yes, it is Roycey Unchained. And uh, Patrick, how about those twins, huh? Beat Detroit four in a row. What, oh, yeah, we what, are. What excitement. Uh, only percentage points out of third now. Yes. Actually, the last two games, I mean, yesterday was a hell of a game. It took a little while. Uh, what, four or what? I don't know. Four, oh, it was like four twenty something. Yeah, I think. right. Yeah. It took forever. Yep. It took forever, but uh, it was a uh, two stout comebacks. Uh, why do we know why manager Hinch allowed Derek Holland? Uh, to, he couldn't have been out of relievers. I right? think he was. I think he was he out was, of relievers. Well, he, this is his sixth one. Yes. So, but the day before, he'd used a bunch of them too. Right. Oh, that bullpen is but you god got, awful. But you got the All Star game coming up. So yes. why uh, we had one guy who'd been really good who um, who uh, did Soto not, Gregory Soto and he didn't he's our all star but uh, that Joe Jimenez yeah. might be one of the worst in baseball yeah well if he gets released I know who's going to claim him and send him to St Paul <laughs> our, our fellas but yeah it was uh, you know who's really been good about uh, two three weeks Polanco. Mm-hmm. He's been uh, he's been good in the field and uh, great at the plate. He's uh, he's been very good, and it is uh, it is really weird for an old time baseball guy like myself the way they use their batting order. You know what? Sometimes he's batting first. Next time he's hitting fourth. Next time he's hitting behind these guys. I I don't quite know how it works. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, quite know how to. But he's been very good, and uh, you know. What the heck? So, uh, and Larnick, however, I think he had eight strikeouts in two days, right? Yes. I think he was 0 for 5 both times. Yep. That's kind of odd to see all of a sudden. I mean, he, he you can see that he's got strikeout potential, and he does take the marginal pitch a little too often mm-hmm. when he's got two strikes on him. But all of a sudden, boom, he's 0 for, you know, because they were, he's been, they were batting him third a lot and Kirilov fifth, which I couldn't figure out either. I mean, I want Kirilov to get more swings than Larnick's getting, right? That kid can hit, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kirilov's got a sweet There's swing. no doubt about it. I mean, he can hit left-handed pitching. Yes. He can hit all kinds of pitching. He made a hell of a play at first base, too. Oh, saved yes. Duffy's ass. Yeah, I think the big boy might not have uh, made that play. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, might have stretched out there and fumbling around a little bit, but uh, and Duffy forgot to cover it first. He froze, so I don't so know if he was, but that's their fastest guy too. I'm not sure that he would have even well, gotten there. That was yeah. a nice play at first base. Yeah, that was. I think he's their long term first baseman. That was, that was but uh, you know, it was uh, the Tigers that won like three straight series or something. Nine out yes. of four. They were the. I, I couldn't figure out how they were playing good and. Uh, <laughs> And then they, uh, then we got to see him here, and uh, you know it's going to be quite the battle. I think the Twins are probably now, although they got to go to Detroit for four more. Does anyone know why this schedule is like this? Why and it's back to back? Well, games? it was supposed to be seven, but well, they're making but still, up one. But no, but it's, I, I have mean, no idea why they're going back to back. We're doing that in Triple A. This is the major leagues. Yes. I've never oh, seen it. Oh, the six it. game series in Triple A is my favorite. Yeah, now. yeah. Yes, but the uh, the the why they're I going to Detroit now is uh, is uh, is extremely weird. But uh, about Rocco getting married, yeah, that's a ponder move. Yeah, and P- ponder in the bio. Yeah, but he's except. Yep, ponder met the uh, the. Uh, oh yeah, he met her like six months before he. Be- 
She was the only one who was being nice to him, so he married her. Yeah. But uh, but the end season. But thing. Rocco and this guy, Rocco and this gal, been together for ten, twelve years or something. So. Yeah, I wonder why you wouldn't do it in the off season. Tuesday. I, I do like the fact he dropped a Tropicana Field. Yeah, we're going to get back together at Tropicana Field. Oh, I didn't. He said. I saw he was getting married. I didn't see said, that. No, and no, the uh, the team would reassemble on oh. on Thursday at Tropicana Field. Oh. I think he said. And, and uh, somebody said, yeah. And he said, oh, wait a minute. No, no, Target Field. So anyway, so they, they have them come back and work out on Thursday. So the four-day all-star breaks really a three-day all-star break then yeah that'd be right yep why do you suppose our guy nelly didn't want to hit in the uh in the home run derby you think just he didn't want to i think get it's those old bones i think it's a lot of effort yeah with a clock now and all i think it's a lot of effort yeah probably i'm gonna watch it i'm not a i'm not a dedicated home run derby watcher but mm-hmm. i'm gonna watch otani I am uh, all in on him. And by the way, he's here the same four days we got the golf tournament up in uh, Blaine. He's here. Uh, he's here uh, August. I mean, July 22 through 25. That's their first home games back because they play. Yeah. They play the four and three days in Detroit. Then they go to the White Sox for three. Mm-hmm. Right. And then they come back here and play. Those White Sox better watch themselves now that our fellows are on a roll. By the way, Cleveland now stinks, too. Yes, the division's awful, Pat. Yeah, those, those four. Playing the, the Tigers White, and Royals. And the White a, Sox are the White Sox would be really good if they had their A team. Mm-hmm. But they're running away with the division with their B team. They mm-hmm. don't have any of their outfielders, and they don't have their second baseman. Eloy began a rehab assignment, though, yes. so he's going to be back pretty soon, which could make him. I like the other guy better, though. Robert. Oh, Robert. Yeah, yeah he's Robert. out for the, yeah. Yeah, he should be Robert, but yes, he's Robert. Yes. It's very disappointing very when, when you decide to go with Robert. I, uh, you know, one thing I watched uh, for a few minutes last night, the major league draft, and they were really trying to make a big deal out of this thing a couple, three years ago, four years ago. And they still have some guys who want to show up, show up, right. Mm -hmm. And do a little, do the Jersey and the thing, but they've, they've kind of, they, they know their place now. They know that it's really uh, but there's two things that uh, really bothered me about it. Uh, no, there's one thing that really bothered me about it. Mm-hmm. We didn't have a black guy drafted till ninth, mm-hmm. the, or tenth, the pitcher from Vanderbilt. And I don't know. I don't know if there were more than two African American kids drafted in the top thirty. This sport's gotta. Well, we they keep thinking that you've they're about this. Yeah, but they keep thinking they're making inroads and they're doing all this program. It's getting worse. No, it's getting worse. It's yes. getting worse. Well, this year, I think eight percent this year. And if you go back to uh, you know the sixties and the seventies, it was pushing thirty percent. Mm-hmm. Just think how good this game would be if they were getting a. To go with the Latin players if they were getting a fair share of oh. the black athletes. Yeah, but they're not getting them. They're, it's uh, I don't know what you can do. I don't, I don't know. I think they watch the game and they're like everybody else. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say too damn slow. Well, yeah, you've got other sports that are probably far more exciting to play and yes. that you can thrive in. And I just don't know. Yeah, I I think that's exactly right. I think another thing baseball has going against it with the Kyle Murrays of the world is. Even if you loved baseball more than anything, you still got to go down to A ball yes. and prove you can hit. And ride buses. And yes, prove you can hit. And it's, I got news for him. He's a quarterback in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Hitting a baseball is harder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if, uh, I mean, playing quarterback in the NFL is very hard. But if you're a great athlete, there's no guarantee you can hit. And you can play quarterback in the NFL immediately. Yes. As opposed yeah, now, to being, a, being in a bus yes. in A and then high A and then double A. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, because he, he was going to play for the A's. I, well, think, yeah, I think he had signed, yeah. right? Yes, he had. And uh, I think he gave the money back. Yeah. Yeah. And But I can't I blame mean, the kid. How, hell no. I mean, how, how could you possibly uh, blame him for it? But I, I, he's the wrong Example that I should give because you know he's, did he go first over? Yes, I think yes. Yeah, uh, he's the wrong example I should give you. But uh, 
the but I, what I'm saying is a a kid a kid who's got the option they don't want to go take the chance that they're going to not get to the big leagues for five years mm-hmm. you know NBA I mean bas you don't run into basketball baseball players there's very few of those so that's not a problem but the uh, the uh, basketball uh, you know the the there's baseball, football. There's you run into the the black kids, and you know Mahomes could have made it as a pitcher in baseball. He threw ninety six or some damn thing. Yep. So the Twins draft this six foot two pitcher who seems to, from New Jersey. Well, he's about one eighty. Has hit a hundred. When's his Tommy John surgery going to be? Well, a year and a half. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. I I think. I think you should. The first thing you should do mm-hmm. with those kids is teach them to get by with ninety six, <laughs> you know, and say now if you really need it in the sixth inning to get out of the inning, right. go get ninety nine. But if you're, you know, Kopech, he was throwing hundred and two, and he was he missed a year. And, but that's the, all the game's based, or not all. That's a large thing the game's based on now, and. There's really no way to prevent it, but I just I just can't believe that there's not more strain on the arm the harder you throw, right? Yes. I mean... Well, how many guys do you think, back when Tommy John first came up and, and was seen as a big deal still, how many guys do you think probably needed it and never had it? Because it has to be... Like, we, we now say, oh my God, all these kids need it, and this is different than mm-hmm. the old days... My guess is guys made adjustments more often than we know. Oh, well, Cott, you know, always contends that he, when he popped his elbow in 67 in game, the game, he was pitching great. He popped his elbow in the second inning against the Red Sox in that last game of the season. And uh, then the Twins got beat and the Red Sox went to the World Series. And he said it would have been Tommy John if if it was modern, you know, baseball. I mean, modern medicine, but he just rehabbed it and, didn't throw quite as hard and became a quick pitch and made all these adjustments and, and did all these different stuff. And I think his last year was 83. I was going to say he pitched in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. Pitched, I think 83 was his last year, 82 or 3. So Yeah, so he, he obviously pitched, compensated okay. Well, he pitched 25 years and 59 was his earliest, so 20, 83. 25 years. 25 years. So we're going to miss him. Oh God, he was good, <laughs> man! Bring it. You know what? Give him whatever he wants. Yeah, yeah. I I think it's, I I think it's their decision. I think they want. I don't. They don't think Cot appeals to thirty-year-olds, but thirty-year-olds aren't watching the. I was going to say, yeah, but thirty-year-olds want- watching the games. So, right. so you know. So anyway, I mean, it's like Kelly. Kelly's not on anymore. Kelly was great. Kelly was fantastic. But the delivery was not, you know, the delivery was Tom Kelly. Yeah. You know, explaining something to you. But Cott is a professional. I mean, Cott oh, knows yeah. exactly yeah. what he's well, doing from a broadcasting not, standpoint. You know, why is he not in the Broadcasting Hall of Fame? I have why no did idea. he never win the Ford Frick Award? I don't know. That's a no-brainer. Yeah. I mean, That's a, bi- a bigger one than his playing career. Yes, it is. I mean, his playing career... He should be in, but it's debatable. The, the the announcing part is not debatable. No, I, He's I a Hall of Fame broadcast. Yeah, I don't know uh, what the hell is going on. I don't know why they do it. So I realized something mm-hmm. this weekend. Mm-hmm. The biggest, and I, I. By the way, we're eating halibut tonight at the Rices. Fresh halibut caught three days ago by Louie Nanny in Alaska. You're kidding me. I called him up on <laughs> I called him up on Friday to get a quote about the whole yes. the how they divided up the sharks and the and the, and the jets, you know, the, the the sharks and the North Stars and the the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So I well, but I texted him first. And I said, are you in Banff or at the lake? You know, and he said, neither. 
I'm in Alaska deep sea fishing. So then he called me back. Because he's Louie. Yeah, he called me back. And uh-huh. he's been up there three, four times, I guess. They caught 13 species of fish, 1,000 pounds of fish. But the halibut, when I talked to him, I said, man, I love halibut. And he said, I'll bring you some. So anyway, yesterday I went out and saw him at his restaurant, which is revitalized and doing pretty good. Good. The Tavern 23. Yep. And he gave me some halibut, but then I got him telling stories about the Sioux for an hour growing up in the Sioux. And uh, I got to write something about this someday because we're, I think he came here in September of 59 and, you know, came down and, and, uh, but we started talking about, I had this thought that the biggest change in sports is parents going to games, you know, and practices, all of them. Cause I was at a, at a, a baseball game Saturday for Luke's team up in Brooklyn park. I got a nice complex up there, by the way. And, uh, and we, you know, the, the Woodbury team, the, whatever they call themselves, Raptors or whatever they are, uh, had 50 parents, maybe. Eh, no, 30. They had a delegation of about 30, maybe. And the other team was about the same. They were playing Montemite. But it was Sartell and somebody was playing in the other field. I had to be 100 grandma, grandpas, and cousins for each team, you know. And I was thinking, when, when uh, parents didn't go to games when I was growing up, you know, they. if you were playing way over in Laverne, they weren't going to go there. How'd the game come out, you know? Right. And practice, are you kidding me? Go to a practice and watch a practice? Are you nuts? I've just wondered, trying to remember, because I was thinking about this because Jim is home, Jim, my oldest son, and he was talking about his legendary Babe Ruth coach, Jack Andrews, who was the town druggist. And Jim does a fantastic version of his his accent that he had because he, I, with the name Andrews, somehow he had this Scandinavian accent, and, and he would he would tell them how bad they were, you know, if they screwed up, you know, because he wanted to win. I was there one day with Carl Peterson from the paper St. Paul, and he thought it was the funniest thing he's ever seen. Ball went through the legs of the second baseman. Val's waiver, the great Val's waiver, great kid, hooked him. Really, <laughs> hooked him. What Mike Andrews Fourth on it? Huh? No, yeah, he went. Yeah, he Charlie Finley hooked Took him. Took him right out. But Jim, Jim was telling me, Jim was slow, and Jack was over there. He was on first base late in the game, and and uh, and he's giving him all the signals, and Jim said. He give me the steel signal. So Jim Jim takes off. He gets thrown out by ten feet. And Jack Jack and for some reason that day neither Jim's mother or I could drive, you know, drive him or nobody. So he's he got a ride with Jack. Oh no. And they're driving back from wherever the hell they went. And he says, Hey Rusey, someday. You're the hero. Some days you can be the hero, and some days you can be the goat, and you're the goat. (laughs) (laughs) And Jack wouldn't have lasted ten minutes with modern parents, you know, telling them, you know, telling them when they were bad, telling them they were bad. But I was thinking, the best stories you have as a kid are the are the the abuser, the, the the negative coach. Mm-hmm. They're much better than the the butt kisser who just, you know, you want to The Valley Sports North coach? Yeah, the Valley Sports North. No, the most fun is the guy who yeah. was a jerk, you know, and who told you how rotten you were. And you can laugh about it all these years later, mm-hmm. you know. Like Bristol, the guy down in Fulda, the shop teacher. He hated me. And I love that I have experienced Bristol because he, he, you know, he coached some football and he coached other stuff. But Bristol, you're right. He gave me a D 
on my shop project just so he never had to see me again because he didn't want to fuck me. You know, you know, those are the guy. Those are the teachers and the coaches you remember. You're right. Are the negative ones, right, Declan? Oh, I'm. Oh, I have plenty of them. I was going to say, I have, no I doubt have plenty Declan of them. But, the but the guy that was the nice guy. Yeah. I mean, never. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. You know, who cares? It's the one. The memories are the. The memories are the hardest. What, what's right? What's the hardest I have to work to get this C? Yes, what, what, right. what, what good personal relationship can I install yes. with the teacher yes. that he can give me this C? But yes. the ver- the verbal abuse was fun. Yes. Oh, it was. Yeah. That yeah. was great fun. Yes. Yes. And uh, anyway. Jack, he was. If you don't have a teacher, if you don't have at least one who tells you at some point in time in in your high school career that you're going to amount to nothing, yes, right, correct. Yeah, your life isn't worth it. No, that's true. That's true. You know, I mean, I would much rather be known as a screw up than a kiss up. Oh yeah, wouldn't you? Yes. There's nothing worse than you could be would be to. But But Louis was was telling me anyway. So back to Louis. Mm He said his mother saw him play once in his life. Mm-hmm. And his dad saw him play like twice before he went to the Gophers. And then he'd, then he'd go up to Houghton and see him play when they played at Houghton every year. But good, they didn't, you know, the, the rink was four blocks from where their house was, but they had better stuff to do. They worked. Well, they worked. Yeah. Louis's parents would put him on the bus to Tigers games in Detroit yes, from the right. Sioux, yes. and Louis would go solo as a kid to Tiger <laughs> yeah. Stadium. Yes, yeah, right. Think about that. Yeah, but they, you know, it's uh, that. What a what a story he is, though. Just because the Espositos were what three houses away for yep. Chico Mackey, he was rattling them all off. Oh, it's yeah, it's amazing. I mean, they they could have had their own NHL team. Mm-hmm. It's then uh, they were and the Espositos they were, are were they, big time characters, and, then, and they were all within four years of each other. You know, up there in the in the in this in this town, that's his mother must have been a beauty. What was her name? Mary was it? She was a baker, a stout gal. He told me. He said there wasn't anybody in town he couldn't beat arm wrestling except his mother. (laughs) The Meadows at Mystic Lake is hosting the 2021 Land of Lakes Legends Classic August 6th and 7th. See some of the greatest names in the history of women's golf as they compete in the inaugural Land of Lakes Legends Classic presented by the Meadows at Mystic Lake. The Legends of the LPGA Tour is known for its fan-friendly environment with lots of opportunities for autographs, limited roping, and photo ops after the rounds. To learn more about the August 6th and 7th event, stop in or visit GolfTheMeadows.com. That's GolfTheMeadows.com. Owned and operated by the Shakopee Minwakanton Sioux Community. And, but his mother was a baker. So, and there was... Like 10 different families that were sort of associated with either the maternal side or the paternal side. And she'd cook on, she'd bake, start baking like Saturday evening, bake till two o'clock in the morning, all these wonderful baked goods to give, to take to the various families. And she'd go over there with a plate of cookies and whatever else. And she'd ask, Somebody, the kid or the kid, did you go to mass this morning, Sunday? If he said no, she'd say, you can touch one of these donuts, I'll break your finger. <laughs> and did you go to mass? Yes. Take whatever you want. <laughs> if you didn't go to mass, you didn't eat. <laughs> that was your penance. That was the Italians, you know, hard-nosed Italians. So, but uh, anyway, it was uh, it was a... I was going to go in and out of there, and I finally, after an hour, said, "I got to run, Louie, but we'll we'll do this again sometime." Man, alive! The stories are growing up. Nobody in this town has remade himself as many times as Louie has. That's right, because he was the GM when I was a kid. There's generations now that would have no idea that he was a GM. Yeah, you know, or, he was a player, a player before, before that. that. Yeah, he led the uh, you know, led the Big Ten in scoring as a defenseman. Yes, he's a he, damn good player. He could get some assists, man. But, you know, he came down here and without the proverbial pot to urinate in. Yes. And, uh, 
He's uh, done he pretty damn well. He orchestrated the merger of two. two of them. This is not possible. No, no, he did two of them. Yeah, those were. But the Cleveland one's the most incredible story well, yes. of all time. The, the league allowed him to absorb another team. Yes. What? What kind of a bush league? Oh God, the late seventies were unbelievable. Oh. Yeah. Louis talked him into, well, we'll take the best players from Cleveland, but we'll make the rest of them Louis, available to you. But I still get Bobby Smith, the number one draft choice. Lou's story was that there were a lot of people who objected and said, you can't let the North Stars have another team and take players. <laughs> yes. Sam Pollock, the GM of the Canadians, said, it's okay because you take one bag of horse bleep, combine <laughs> it with another bag of horse bleep, it's still horse bleep. Yeah, but the be- best part is... It didn't cost him the number. You could no. have an entire team and you still get Bobby Smith. Oh, it's a, it, but it's the most incredible thing. But this, so I was looking up the thing they did with San Jose. And Louis's quote is, it's, it's not that complicated if you understand, <laughs> if you understand it. And I, you know, I said, that's what they said about splitting the atom. It wasn't that complicated yes. if you understand it. How they divided that team. I'd forgotten they lost Neil Wilkerson. Yes, the, the, they uh, lost sure. Wilkie. He was a great young defenseman. They lost a few decent players. Yeah, yeah. and uh, they did They did lose a few, but they... I loved know. your story today, just a little encapsulation of it, though, where... Uh, where Howie the hairdo had the line about financial problems. Yeah. And Louis said, what financial problems? I didn't know we had, had financial problems. I thought the reason we got you two guys in here was because we were going to have. I don't think Howie no, had much at no, all. No, and this Bellsburg guy was, you know, but then they. Yeah, he was a rental Then they guy. sold 51% to Norm and yeah. thought they were. And you should look at the, the original quotes. They're like, well, Howard, Howard has said, you know, the Norm's just. You know, he's going to stay in Canada and, and continue to run his shopping empire, you know, his shopping yes. malls and stuff. And 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 uh, Louis told me three days later, Howard was getting like 150, Mike, you know, Xerox pieces of paper telling him. This is what I'm going to do. You know, he was he was out in 72 hours after North Bellsburg got, got out right away, too, because yeah. they both realized this guy was crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was. Uh, well, he was so crazy. He was when they when they played Montreal in like November. I'd forgotten the opener drew 5,300 or something. Yeah, against the Blues. Season opener. Yes, yeah, no one was there. 5,300. I think we were there. I think you were by me that game. And. You mentioned that last week. And then Montreal drew less than five. Now, I'm not sure what they announced, but they were less than five. He called me, Norm, like at eight in the morning. I don't know. I got my number. He said, what am I going to do? I said, I don't know. You know, I said, win games, I guess. But then he you got. You sure didn't say move to Dallas? Then he got dancing girls and. Uh, the electric stars. The electric stars. Gave away cash. Cash, yeah. That was the. Yeah. Well, and. The, the one thing that the guns allowed the team to do that Norm wouldn't was paper the house. So the guns would just give away by sure. just give away tickets. Uh, and Norm put an end to that. But because of that, there were, like you said, 5,300 people there. Yeah. Well, it was. Now, I'd forgotten that he wanted to run a Skyway from the Met Center over to the, the new mall, right? Yes. And have, there was going to be a casino in the middle. Yes. And he was going to get the casino. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was the greatest deal. I mean, Norm, the tribes are the only ones that get casinos, you know, but that, that was his plan. And, uh, and that did, you know, when that did, I'd forgotten they offered him 10 years free rent and he had no interest. I'd forgotten that too. Yeah. I did love the Rod Wallace quote. I ran across that Harvey showed up, you know, Harvey got so many bows for 84 when he had the ticket buyout that he he showed up at one of their, at Howard's press conference. To remind everyone that he had put together an all-star group of downtown businessmen and Rod Wallace. I think it must have been at the Thunderbird or something. Rod Wallace, who I knew, said, "Yeah, it was. It was such a. It was such an impressive list that a lot of them didn't even know they were on it." <laughs> oh man, how could we not have I miss stuff like that? How could we not have someone in this town willing to pay thirty-one and a half million dollars for an NHL franchise? In 1991. Well, okay, 
So the one thing about that, though, by the end is the story is this. And, and I, I've forgotten this till I looked this up about a year and a half ago. So Norm had a deal to move the team to Anaheim. And and that's when the, the Mighty Ducks had just come out. Yeah, The league stepped in and said, you can't because we're going to have an expansion franchise there. And this is right before Bettman. And so that's where they gave Norm the note that said, if it doesn't work for you, you can move it. No questions asked. Mm. So I don't know at that point, by that point, I don't know if it was a combination, but he was going, he basically said, that's fine. That's great. When was he going to go to Anaheim after 92 then? Uh, yeah. Around the, around the same time he, he was sniffing around behind the scenes, mm. but they were going to go to Anaheim, and that's when the league said, because of Disney. Yeah. Disney had come to the league and said, we want in. Yeah. So that might have been part of it, too. But, I mean, my God, that was such a different well, time. Well, but in, they were fighting to get him committed in 91, I think. They were fighting to get him in 91, I think, when, when all that thing was going on. So the Anaheim thing must have came up later. Then. And then Bettman got it. When Bettman took office, Norm had the note. And Bettman did say, we really don't want to lose that market. This is really mm-hmm. embarrassing. Mm-hmm. And Norm said, I don't care. Yeah. Well, and, and you also wonder how much was the uh, was Kelly not being too happy with uh, Norm chasing the all the stories came out about oh, Norm chasing the help, but I think that yeah. I think they were going anyway. Yeah. He, he wanted out. He, I think it was about four things. Yeah. Well, he didn't want he didn't want to be told no. Yes. That was his problem. He but I mean, it. if he thought he was going to get a casino in this state between the Mall of America and yeah. Met Center, he's crazy. And you know, Harv and Marv tried to say, "Well, we we offered him a deal to come downtown, but they they." weren't going to let him use the North Star's advertising. Right. So if they were Burger King and yes. And then North the the Wolves you couldn't change the Yeah, I you think couldn't the, change the advertising. I think the North Stars were a Pepsi team and the Wolves were a Coke team <laughs> mm-hmm. and the North Stars might, might have been McDonald's and the Wolves were yeah, Burger King. Something like that. But yeah. they told him you can't you but can't you bring your think, people. I don't think he wanted to go downtown anyway. And he would have been a it would have been a disaster if he'd gone down there with that as a hockey arena. Yeah, by the way, that that arena was that's an awful hockey venue. Well, yeah, because two I mean, thirds sixty percent, sixty five percent of the seats are upstairs instead of downstairs. That's part of it. The, one of the greatest mysteries in sports building. Yes, because the Metrodome I get it was built on the cheap. Yeah, it served its purpose. I didn't like it, but that's fine. The Target Center is the one I don't get. This is ricey for EcoFun Motorsports. The preseason sale on all bikes, scooters, and ATVs is going on right now in Forest Lake. Beat the spring rush, and EcoFun will give you the free storage with your purchase until the weather is a bit more bike-friendly. If you enjoy bike rides on a summer day, but maybe your knees aren't what they used to be, then I recommend that you talk with Tim Bloom, the owner of EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Tim and his family will personally help you select the e-bike that is right for you. They will even deliver to your front door in the metro area. Take advantage of the preseason sale prices right now. Bentelli bikes and Yamaha Power Assist bikes are at their lowest price of the year. Check out EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Take a test ride and put biking back on your list of favorite outdoor activities. They also carry a full line of Yamaha scooters, motorcycles, and a variety of Yamaha ATVs, including ATVs for kids. Check out EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and online at EcoFunMotorsports.com. That's E-C-O-F-U-N Motorsports.com. And tell Tim you heard it on Racy Unchained. Yeah. How do you, who convinces you to put but, uh, more But, you know, that was the, that was, they were kind of the last of the, last of the arenas that you didn't really, you, you somehow you had this idea that if people thought if they just could get in, they wouldn't care if they could see it or not. Yes. You know, I mean. You ever sit up there try to watch a basketball yeah. game up oh, at yeah. the top? I mean, it's I've been to the very top. It's 
who, you know, it's like being in one of the domes to watch basketball. It's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it was uh, rather uh, foolish to say the least. Where were your seats when you had season tickets at first? We were downstairs in a little corner. Okay. And Augie and I were, we had them, but one of them, they faced in different directions. One of them, like, Look straight, and then the other one was looking at you. So you're, you're the person you were with. I took Katie to a couple, three games, and she said, "My neck hurts. I'm not going back." You know, from trying to look around the corner, and they were very. Your knees hit each other. They were yeah. they were not prime seats because Augie had one, mm-hmm. so we had to figure out a spot to get two, and uh, didn't work out too good. We I think we only kept them two years, maybe. So, yeah. Uh, so anyway, that was. It. But if if you're not downstairs, or at least the top yeah. ten rows upstairs, you're. Yeah, the top ten rows upstairs are not bad. No, but yeah, if you're up, I just don't understand how you build, how you decide to put more seats upstairs than down. Did we get any updates on Ant's injury? By the way. Uh, the only thing we got an update on was he put on Instagram the next day that he was going back to practice. I don't think he was going to practice, okay. but it, it, but but so now now we've had Ant hurt, Wancho's hurt, and Reed has got hurt as well, but it's minor. So basically, everyone Who's the with other the guy hurt? Nas Reed. Oh, and and you you mentioned somebody else. Oh, Wancho Hernan Gomez got hurt. Doing what? He's like separated his shoulder. Oh, is he playing for some For Europe? Spain, right? Oh, playing from Spain. Yeah, it's bad. Really? Yes. Yeah. Oh, almighty. Yeah, they've had basically everyone they sent to this damn thing has gotten hurt. How about the... Uh, Dislocated left shoulder. How about the new dream team losing to Nigeria? I like that one. I think they might not win gold. <laughs> I, <laughs> I predicted that a week and a half yeah, ago. Yeah, it's kind of a slap together team, you know. It's not like... It's not... It, it's basically who will say yes. Yes. You know, it's not... Yeah. These are our preferences. And by the know. way, I don't blame these guys anymore no. for not going to this. Especially this year because everything's later. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, how about uh, I've, how about hockey? These guys are, their off season's going to be what? Yep. You can't, you should start your training camp two weeks later than normal. Shouldn't you let the rookies come in or so something? So the Stanley Cup finals ended last week. Yes. And they're going to be in training camp in two months. Yeah, that's not enough. You need a longer break than that. That's for sure. And then they're they're gonna the players still want to go and shut down. So so if the Olympic Games are held, which I think they will be in February, they want to go to that as well. And I guess that basically the waiver form the Olympics is having the athletes sign say, "If I die, it's not your fault," mm-hmm. because they're afraid that if COVID spreads sure, and someone right. gets deathly ill and dies, they don't want to be on the hook for being sued. They, uh, poor Japan, man, $12.5 billion before what they've had to spend doing all the COVID protocols. And they should have just said, we're going to try it again next year. You know, that's, you know, if you can't have fans there, what's the purpose? I have no idea. You know, what's the, you know, the TV money pays, you know, it's going to pay part of the bill, but they don't pay the whole 12 and Yeah, a half but million. I mean, the whole purpose of the Olympics is, to, they, have, is yeah, the experience, right? Yes, right. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. You, you also wonder what kind of, restri- you, you know, Rachel and Sue Ann are going for us. You wonder what kind of restrictions they're going to put on, you know. It's all Zooms? I, oh, I'm sure it's all Zoom, but even that, what, what are you going to be able to, you know, are you going to be able to request people? I, you know, Rachel's probably in, in good enough with, with the Minnesota kids to have cell phones and stuff, but, uh, you know, but the old idea of the old idea of following every uh, local, no matter where the hell they are, that's, uh, that's probably, and there's more than ever, I think 17 Minnesotans this year. Yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be kind of, it's going to be kind of tough to go over there and cover Reagan Smith if you don't have any access to Reagan Smith, right? So. Season two events, but yeah, I'm sure with the cra- with the restrictions, there won't be no what mixed pool is that what they call it? The, oh no, those are good. They I think they'd already announced they were eliminating those the, the mix zone, mix the zone, famous mix, mix zone. zone, which is a pain in the ass. I go back to uh, I think I think Barcelona. We could still go talk to you guys. I mean, they would 
Oh, you joined the hallways and stuff okay. like that. You know, and so that pre-mix zone wasn't the idea that you would uh, that they'd walk by in this thing and you had to pray that they stopped and talked to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I, I, I'm guessing. When did the when did the two chicks from the U.S. track team, Gail Devers and uh, the other one, start bad mouthing each other up on the? <laughs> we still got in the room for the Bass interview after that one, and the two basically, I think they'd had the same boyfriend or something at one time, wow. and then they didn't. Gail Devers, I can't remember what the other one was like the two best sprinters, and yeah. and they basically. They did everything but M- they MF'd each other without using the MF word, but anything else. It was great. Good for them. That's good copy. It was, oh, God, it was great. It was fantastic. That could have been Sydney in 2009. Hey, I, I got a question for you on the twins. When, when are the twins going to break down? And I, I was th- thinking about this this weekend and allow you to have input in their Hall of Fame. You've, you've talked about this before. Yes. But I'm looking at the people that aren't there yet. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm looking at the fact that that Halsey Hall is still not there. Yeah, which is ridiculous. You can't have a bar named after somebody who you didn't think Correct. would put in the Hall of Fame. So yeah. when are they just going to break down and allow I you mean, to put a couple, couple, you know, Veterans not, Committee. Yeah, a one-person Veterans yes, Committee. Yes, right. I'm the Veterans Committee. First, Halsey. Second, Caesar. Yep. Third, Al Worthington. Then there's some others that are pretty marginal. That, uh, yeah. I mean, that, that should be in you there, You know what? Too. Tony can work with you, too. Yes. You and Tony. And, and you know what? There should be a category for Gladden because he's a two time World Series winner and now he's been on a in part of your media operation for 20 years. He's yep. a contributor. Absolutely. In both ends. You know, that, I mean, you got, there's, they, uh, you know, they're not, uh, they're not too good. But uh, the Vikings, mm-hmm. the Vikings do it interesting. They just announce who it is. Mm-hmm. They don't have anybody vote. Mm-hmm. They don't. They just pick them. They they got about five guys who've been around out there. They recommend it, and then it's up to the Zigmeister and Mark Wolf to give the uh, blessing or not. And uh, you know, I I think it also helps if the guy plans to be there. I think. Yeah, I think that's probably. Well, and they usually br- bring the guy into the building to tell him that he's in. Mm-hmm. They surprise him, but I mean, they've done a pretty good job with it. Oh yeah, they have. Anthony Carter, I still say, but they uh, they say, well, they only made one All Pro team and stuff like that. But you look at his stats; they're better than Rashad's, mm-hmm. and plus he he's personally responsible for a playoff run. You can't see that about Ahmad, right? Well, the San Francisco game still one of the incredible single yeah, games. And New Orleans, too. Yep. You know, yeah, right. I mean, there's the reason they but won those two games. If the Twins would just have you and, like, Tony sit yeah, down right. and figure this out. Because the Twins have been really good. They do a great job of honoring their past, except for this one thing. Yeah, well, and they're, they'll, never, they'll never get it done... Voting because because oh. the new you know you got to be as old as me to say Caesar mm-hmm. hell I had to threaten to burn down the building to get Camilo in for God's sakes it took forever to get Camilo in I know three time American League strikeout leader oh, yeah. you know but the I mean, first superstar pitcher of the team this is a sport where we take the past very seriously yes. which I appreciate yes yeah we used to go to games because Camilo was pitching yep. Yeah, you didn't sit there for three twenty four either. No, no, it's. Uh, I was uh, when I was going through the ninety one series. Would have first of all, I think Jack still would have pitched ten, right? Because mm-hmm. Kelly wouldn't have taken him out. Mm-hmm. But Atlanta would have had four or five pitchers. How long does that game take? How long six oh. and seven take? God. You could add those. Both those games would have gotten over at one in the morning. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Six. Yeah, both of those games. Would six have goes till about <laughs> twelve fifty. Yeah, yeah. Both of them last forever. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. That's. I. By the way, I saw this the other day. Uh, Joey Gallo comes up against. Can't. Don't know who it was. Uh don't know who it was. And which team? Uh, who they were playing? Two outfielders, mm-hmm. 
Five. Oh, this is the new shift for him. Five infielders between second and first. Okay. Five infielders between second and first. Yep. Two outfielders, one in right center, the other in right field. Nobody, nobody Uh left of second base in the infield or the outfield. It, Uh it It was the damnedest. When you see what they had him, what target he had to hit if it was ball on the ground, the, the hardest hit ball in the history of baseball couldn't have gotten through there. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, I think, you know what might be a simple solution is the uh, the infielders got to be in the dirt when the play. Well, starts. that's what they're doing in, in the, the minors. Yeah, experiment because that I think the biggest farce of the game is having the guy hit the ball, pick it up 30, 40 feet out in the outfield, and throw a guy out. Yep. Don't you? Yes. So that's that maybe that's what they'll end up doing. This is Ricey for the Canopy Group. As you set out to explore Minnesota this summer, think about this. There are 234 cities in Minnesota with populations over 2,500. The Canopy Group has clients in all but seven of those. Why is this fact important? Because the Canopy Group's experience in all of these Minnesota cities gives them a unique edge in getting you the best home and auto insurance coverage at the best price. Remember, the Canopy Group offers 15 insurance companies for a reason, to match your specific situation, including zip code, with the best insurance company for you. This is done every year because your situation may change. It is also true that the insurance company's appetites might change as well. This experience working throughout Minnesota provides thousands of Canopy Group clients the peace of mind knowing the Canopy Group is working for them. Please visit thecanopygroup.com. They got, they're going to have to do something to declare an illegal defense of some sort. Yes, because uh, left-handed hitters are just getting absolutely hosed. Yep. I mean, it's more. I also think staying on the side of the bag that you play would be very fair, so that you can't take your. Well, not now. It is they they used to put the third baseman in right field a lot. Now it seems like third baseman goes and plays short. The shortstop goes and plays second, and the second baseman plays shallow right field. Mm -hmm. So you're right. If you brought them in on the dirt, and then you also had them be on the side of the bag that they're supposed to be on. Yeah. But even even if you don't want to, even if you can let them shift the infielders, if you make them if you make them stay on the infield, it it, it reduces the advantage well, of the Polanco shift because you, right field, you yeah. can't play right field. Yes, I mean you can't play right field. Well, and, so you can if you got three guys over there, you can drive the ball through them, but you can't drive the ball through them if the one of them is standing thirty feet out in the outfield. Because I think I think the Padres still on a regular basis have Machado play shallow right, so he moves from third to shallow right. Yeah, right. So yeah, it, it, it's ridiculous. And then when historians look mm-hmm. at the box scores of the future, some guy's going to hit a line drive one hopper to right field. And it's going to be a five to three because yes. they they've still put oh. in they still put in yes what position the guy started the game at they have screwed up the history of the game as far scoring, as field. scoring a game now is is impossible somebody, somebody, because of that. I uh, I had Simmons as my uh, uh, on my list of the four most valuable twins at their position I had Rogers first Rio second. Blanco third and Simmons fourth. And these guys, hey, he's way overrated defensively. And they're all coming up with this defensive zone ratings. There is no defensive zone for the infield anymore. It's not, you know, it's not the shortstop playing shortstop. There is no zone. You got to watch the game and see what he does. Mm-hmm. And he's fantastic. Well, his instincts in, in the field. He's a goofy guy. Yes, but his, yeah. his instincts, and he'll make a kick once in a while. But yeah, but he'll also there's make... nobody I'd rather have a ball hit to. That arm? Oh yeah, and but the glove is and the feel, yeah the feel for his the, his instincts. I love the 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 anecdote that Bremer and Morneau actually had about his dad's a cop mm-hmm. in Curacao, and that's what's made him so attentive to detail. Yeah, he's got his ability to know where to be. Yeah, if a ball's hit to the out to, yes. to the wall, he doesn't stand there. He actually knows how to position himself immediately. 
And he's never surprised. Mm-hmm. You know, he's never surprised by something that occurs. I was talking to my grandson the other day, and I said, do you think, as these pitches being thrown, what am I going to do if it's hit to me? And he said, no. <laughs> I said, that's a good habit to get into. Yes. You know, what am I going to do? I'm not sure I was into it when I was 10 either. Right. But the, the idea that what's he going to do if it's hit to me is pretty important. Yeah, that's probably you know? going to determine what's going to happen on the play if <laughs> yes. the ball is a deal. Yes. I, you know, so, you know, there's a guy on second and the ball's hit the left center. Don't throw it to third. Because mm-hmm. he's already going to be coming home, mm-hmm. you know that kind of stuff. So anyway, that's the way it goes. Hit the cutoff, man. All right. How did uh, Charles play? They're saying seventy sixth. There must have only been seventy. Hundred k on himself to finish top seventy prior to the tournament. He finished seventy six. He, so he, he lost bet hundred k on himself. To God, finish. he's a beaut. I love that guy. <laughs> He's got the worst swing in the history of golf. He does, but man, is he fun. Yeah, he is. He is. All righty. Well, uh, no real uh, tirades today. I didn't, There's nothing I'm really set up. Uh, oh, when are, the, uh, when are they going to uh, announce they're still going to be the Washington football team? Uh, for, another, for another, for this season. Why then, does then it take so long? A, then they're going to tell us. I think the they were is. trying to decide what they were going to be, and so they took some time. And now Daniel Snyder is basically suspended. His wife's yeah. going to run the team, but they're calling it a transition of sorts. So I don't think that's okay. a good idea. All right. All right. Talk Goodbye. to you. If you have questions about your retirement savings, do what I did and work with a person that knows what the heck is going on. Uh, work with Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. My guy, Josh, will give you straight talk and not sugar-coated advice. Learn how you can benefit from Josh's focused approach by setting up your own no-cost, no-obligation, 48-minute consultation to review your investments. Call Josh now, 952-925-5608. Did you know that 61% of pet owners feel more prepared to be a good pet parent after testing with Embark? Embark your dog with Embark's dog DNA test to get hundreds of actionable health insights. You can be proactive with their health and work with your vet on a personalized care plan. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use promo code DNA, that's DNA, to get $60 off an Embark Breed and Health Kit or Purebred Kit with free shipping. That's promo code DNA to save today.